Yeah, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up Thanks again for tuning in, this is The Activated Podcast, your boy Ebu Happy Friday to everybody tuning in and listening uh, I want to give y'all a big, big, big round of applause You know, give yourself a round of applause uh, Today I'm here by myself, uh, oddly enough, but I got some things that I need to get off my chest And um, first of all, happy Friday, this drops every Friday if you're tuning in uh, Thanks again, and also, before we get into today's episode, because uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy Elvit because he finally decided to tune back in. Uh, not that he finally decided to tune back in, but he had, you know, he was dealing with some life things and he hit me up like, yo, I can't believe you got this many episodes out and I'm listening to it back to back. It's crazy. So I appreciate you. I wanted to, you know, give you a little special acknowledgement and thank you for always supporting. He always hit me up as soon as he hears some stuff. So, um, and number two, I want to give a shout out to Mama Land Restaurant Lounge, the best restaurant, the best Congolese restaurant, African spot in the city. Personally, uh, that's where I usually be. So if you can't find me in the city of Toronto, if you are in the city of Toronto, uh, you pull up at Mama Land. I'm usually there. That's 685 Lansdowne Avenue, uh, downtown Toronto. So, um, number one, I want to give a big shout out also before we get into it, right? But let's talk a little bit of sports. Um, I know a lot of y'all don't understand, especially in Toronto, you don't understand why I fucks with the Wizards. I'm going to break it down. I've always been a Wizards fan. So, um, I didn't grow up in the city of Toronto, but I've been in the city of Toronto for a little bit. Uh, Wizards, that is my hometown. This is why I rock with the Wizards. I mean, I've been rocking with the Wizards since, you know, we had Agent Zero come through. Shout out to Gilbert Arenas uh, when Jordan came back. I mean, long time ago. The point is, we weren't always this good. So, now it's weird when I'm saying Wizards, everybody confused, but this is really the team, the only team that I've ever rocked with. So, though I live in the city of Toronto, I can't really rock with the Raptors, especially when they're facing my team. So, um... I'm, I want to make I want to take some bets And I might be losing this uh, But I'm calling the Wizards Going to win in seven And I'll post it on my Instagram uh, Activated podcast And a lot of y'all said that Wizards is not taking it on seven But I like to welcome all you haters um, I got to be optimistic I mean it's my team And I think they're going to pull through um, Raptors We should have won the last game but we had a, you know, we had a mental breakdown thing with a minute and 20 seconds left, and then we lost that game. So I'm expecting us to go home and to play like we usually play. Uh, so tonight, the game will be on on Friday. I need everybody to tune in. And then we just need to come back to Toronto and take game seven. So I'm calling it now. So shout out to my Wizards. Uh, good job on the season. Of course, we've not played the best, but we're in the playoff, and who knows? So... I wanted to get that first out of the way And uh, Harold, you're going to owe me some money I just want to put it out there So, um, I've been working, man It's a lot of good news that's happening Number one, I just want to remind everybody That today marks 10 weeks before AfroFest And I need to start drilling it into y'all head People to tune in to let you know That AfroFest Afro to me is a big It is a big deal, right? It's a big deal for me because I started going to AfroFest as a spectator. You know what I mean? I would just pull up trying to get some phone numbers. And then I've grown to, like, obviously uh, participate in the whole AfroFest thing. AfroFest after party, we usually do that every year. So it gets bigger and better. I mean, the best weekend in the city. So I'm going to start a countdown for every week that I tune in. And hopefully I don't forget. But AfroFest is 10 weeks away. So that means you get in the gym, look good. You know what I'm saying? Come out. And if you are African in the city of Toronto... 
This is the event that you don't miss. If you're black, if you're white, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, but this is definitely uh, a big deal for me. And I think this year, uh, it's, some good, it's, some, it's some good things that are that are projected to happen. You know what I mean? I heard some whispers. So shout out to them. Uh, Afrofest turns 30 years this year. Can you believe it? I wasn't even born um, when they first decided to put that concert. So I want to give it a shout out. Shout out to Afrofest and everybody else. Uh, they actually gave me an opportunity to host two events um, back in, I can't think right now, but you know, shout out to y'all. Thank you very much. So Afrofest, 10 weeks away. Uh, we definitely, definitely doing a countdown. Uh, number one, I wanted to talk about this uh, van attack that took place in the city of Toronto. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, I used to think, or at least I had this false sense of um, security when it comes to the city of Toronto because um, more so than now, we are really very, you know, people are generally nice. Uh, we don't really hear about a lot of things going on in terms of too much negativity. Um, and so this is, for me, it, it hit home um, about the attack. So if, if you've been living on the rock, what essentially took place was it was an attack um, which is similar to the one, the most recent one, or the most, um, the one that I can remember off the top of my head was the one that happened in Barcelona uh, because at the time, my sister had just visited that city, I believe, two weeks before a, a dude got in the van and just, you know, trampled, you know, people and just ran. I mean, it's it's even crazy for me to think about it. Uh, but most most recently, of course, it happened Toronto, Young and Shepherd area area. I'm very familiar with. Um, usually, I don't. I wouldn't be there during the week, but you, but you never know because actually, uh, yesterday. I was downtown Toronto, which I was never supposed to be there. But like these things happen, so you can never really anticipate uh, where things can happen. You really could hope that you are not caught up in situations like that. So if you've been living on a rock, of course, it was a um, a young man that decided to who was struggling mentally, as per what's been put out there, decided to take a rent a van and drive it on the sidewalk where he killed ten people. And injured 15 Last that I know So Number one I, I want us to To think about this The number one issue To me When I look at this is The mental Issue The mental state Of the young man So It's really difficult Cause I'm trying to find the words But When we looking at it Like the number one thing that comes to my mind is the mental issue or uh, the stigma behind people that are struggling mentally. Now, I myself, I'm mentally sound, but we all we all do got struggles. You know, like we all got our own personal things that are eating at us. We got our own personal responsibilities that we got to deal with. Uh, we got, I mean, the one that goes across, we all got bills. End of the month, you know what I'm saying? Today's 25th. That mortgage got to clear. That rent money got to clear uh, in a couple of days. And and we all struggle with these everyday um, hurdles that are thrown at us that we must get through and also deal with society. So clearly this young man, um, based on post the attack, a lot of, you know, old Classmates or whatever that I was reading online, it was like, oh yeah, he's always 
uh, it's always been the odd person now. He, you know, he was doing special education, these kind of things that he clearly from the very young age um, had some mental struggles going on and things like that. And which now pushed him to, to do, which is not less than an act of terror. Now, I know the news won't report it as such, right? They, you know, it's, and I think also when I was reading the article is that in Canada, for for them to deem something as act of terrorism, it is almost uh, kind of like the highest, um, like it's very hard to get to that conclusion. So they almost never categorize these things as an act of terror. So even as this was going on, and and this is I kind of you know I could kind of see the difference. I mean the U.S. right away, uh, Arab kid terrorism. I mean I, I don't even think that the it would have took them ten minutes to get to that conclusion. But even to this point, you know all they keep saying is you know van attacks, ten people dead, such and such. Uh, they're not categorizing it as a. a you know, terrorism attack, but it is an act of terror. An act of terror really is an act um, meant to put fear into people, right? And I might be summarizing it based on my understanding, but somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what it is. So by driving a van on the sidewalk and, you know, he ran over 10 people. Now you got to think about this for a second. And one thing that really struck my chord, uh, that really, it, it kind of hit home for me was, uh, uh, they were talking about one of the victims, a lady from Sri Lanka. Um, I'm actually looking at the name right now, but I won't butcher it. Uh, rest, to pe- rest, rest in peace to her. Is that she had just came back to Canada maybe a week or so ago? Like, then again, I'm kind of paraphrased because I've been reading a lot. So uh, the facts will be close to that. And I mean, plus, you guys could look this up, right? She came a couple weeks ago. She just, you know, a couple of days ago. And she had just started her new job um, around that area at a school. I think perhaps she was a teacher or she was just school staff, whatever it was. And then she was just on her way home. She went to work on her way home like anybody else would do, right? And then um, she also has a boy. She has a seven-year-old son. And her life was taken away in that moment. Now, you got to think about the ripple effect that these kind of things have. Like, now you got to think about it. Like, how does that affect everything going down? So now there's a generation that's been erased, right? Because she's, she's dead. She's gone. Thankfully, she got a kid that will be able to, you know, um, hold on to his mother's memory, which by the time he's grown enough to really understand it, it will be blurry at best. Like, you know, it will be probably stories that people tell him of how his mom really was. And he might be remembering some things here and there. But in the grand scheme of things, he'll have to push and hold on to his mother's memory, per se, because the general public, in about a couple of weeks, we really not going to uh, be... I don't want to say we're going to forget, but we really... I mean, we got our own shit to deal with, kind of thing. So everybody would have moved on. I mean, even as I'm talking to you about this, uh, what this remind me of is an episode that I did on the Libya situation, which was early on when I started a podcast. And, you know, I got on the podcast. I really, 
I'm not here to offer solution to how people should feel or um, tell you I got to figure out because I don't, right? Because I'm processing the information as everybody else is getting it. And I'm just trying to like work these thoughts in my mind for it to make sense to y'all listening to it or at least get my perspective on things, right? Because this is what the podcast and everything else is all about. So that brought me back to the Libya situation was, you know, miles and miles away happened in a whole part of the world and people really didn't care right but then you know when we talk about this happening in toronto um at a street that i know exactly where this place is uh when i when i saw the footage on the camera like i know exactly where that street corner is i know the condo across the street my man used to live there right across the street we used to be there there's a club uh you know a few blocks away and i believe it's called Aries, Aries, something like that. It's closed down now, but like that we used to go to religiously. So, like it's like, damn man, like somebody really got on the sidewalk and and ran all these people over. And I, and I can't help but to think like, you know, this is somebody that that never gonna be able to speak to their mom. This is somebody that's that motherly love that we've some of us felt. I mean, I still feel my mom's still alive, and and I'm very grateful for that and every chance I get is to spend with that because I'm also nearing to 30 so I've had you know a lot more memories like it won't be about stories people telling me stories like I could remember things like this but so you know there was a young boy who you know that got taken away from him and this is also goes back to um the young man suffering from mental in illness and you don't know what pushed him to the edge um rented a van and he caused in this little bit amount of time he caused so much destruction in so many people lives that you can only imagine what to come from this and i personally think they should have shot him straight up because there's also a video that came out at the end where he's taunting. And um, what I first thought, it was a gun that he's pointing at the officer. So I, I was even kind of surprised that he didn't get shot in that moment. You can look this up. It's online. Um, he kept waving it, put it back in his pocket, waving it. But apparently they say it was a stick. So now I'm like, okay, maybe that's why the officer didn't shoot him because he's a lot closer to the victim. They about maybe five feet away from each other. So clearly he could see if it's a gun or not. Uh, hence why the dude didn't get shot. And then, you know, then eventually he gets on the floor, they put handcuffs on him. But I really, like, I think they should have shot him, man. They just should I know a lot of people saying, oh, no, nah, you know, I was a barbershop today and we were talking about it. And it's like, now nah, they needed him to do investigation. No, shoot him. Shoot him and then you can investigate after. Because you don't need him to be alive to investigate. You could go through his past. You could do all these things. You could pull up his doctor note and all this thing. And I know this sounds a little crazy, but this is truly how I feel right now. Like, Because some people didn't... It's people not alive today, but nothing to do with the decision that they made. They just got up. They went to work. There was an elderly woman, I believe, that also got ran over. She's in her 80s. She probably retired, lives in the area. It's just starting to get nice in the city, so she probably just got up. I'm going to take a stroll. I'm going to go enjoy this walk. And that was it. So I think he should have got shot, right? And then we should have investigated later. But I understand, too, in the contest, 
I mean, Canada is really good for these kind of things, right? They try not to demonize people to the media, and 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 we're certainly learning from uh, Big Brother south of the border how they handle things. Because I think this dude was in the U.S., he definitely would have got shot. You know what I mean? You know, you take example, you know, the Unabomber, and I think even um, people that are committing crimes understands that. Hey, I, I, if I go trying to shoot up the school nine, ten out of nine out of ten times, I probably end up dead. So most of the time, they probably take their lives, right? Because I mean, the U.S. still got you know death penalty, which we don't have in Canada anymore, right? So regardless of what it is, you might never. No, you might. It's not that you might never, but you you know you're not gonna get. You know, there's no capital punishment. You don't go to jail, and then they kill you. It, I mean. This dude probably gonna end up in a mental institution, and and uh, you know our our tax and, and another thing too when when you're looking at this, um, you know last week I filed for my taxes, and um, you know every year same thing nothing changed. Uh, I'm told that because you're single, you know, and this is why I, I probably. I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but, you know, I'd be joking around like somebody's going to get pregnant. So I need to start claiming these kids because, you know, as hard as I work, the government feels like because I'm single, don't got kids based on my income or whatever else that I do, I should be giving them more money. So this, you know, every time I go file taxes, I got to pay whatever amount it is, you know, a couple thousand here and there. And now that money gets taken and then we got to put this guy through court. This is all taxpayers' money, which is a waste because we clearly see that he took these people's lives. There's no guessing game in that. Now, is this guy all there? That's a different subject. Like, I'm sure he's suffering from some sort of traumatic experience all that is good but it, it still shoot him and then figure it out later kind of thing um him being alive or dead i think the families will be hurting for a while i think we're wasting our time trying to go through i mean there's cases that you know we should be able to skip but then again i, I didn't study law i don't really i can't break it down to you i'm just Speaking to you on how I really feel about the subject is, especially when he was talking to police, they should have really just put a bullet in him and let it be done right then and there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I just want to say rest in peace to all the victims out there. I know that the one, there was two that stuck out to me in the sense I try not to listen to too much into it because it get my mind thinking. And um, in the world where somebody could, you could wake up and go to work and Understand that this is the last moment you didn't plan for. It, you know what I mean? Um, this also should encourage a lot of y'all to get your shit together. And when I mean get your shit together is um, if if you do. I mean, I personally, and this is a this is a teachable moment. This is a moment that we could use to to learn from things. Is I don't have kids, but I do have life insurance. And the reason why I got life insurance is I figure, you know, what I mean, I could be worth more dead or alive, or in the event, God forbid, something do happen to me, right? I mean, my family would miss me and warn me and get into it, but you know what I'm saying? They also going to get a little check, which could help them out 
right? And I, I mean, I don't have kids or anything like that, but I mean, if I did, and I'm not married, I, I mean, that, I think that's the first thing you take care of. So, because um, tragedy does happen. So we need to prepare for everything going on. Because today, whatever you're doing today was something you planned for in the past. So today's already used up. Like today was supposed to happen. Now, what you could do is you could plan for the future. Right, if you please, 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 I encourage you. I know y'all got, you know, your credit is bad and and life is tough, and you know you don't got the job of your dream. You don't have your career job. You might be still in school, and it just don't make sense as to why you have life insurance. Uh, I'm telling you, your family would will miss you. They will mourn you, but they will carry your your memory. Even more if you do get your shit in order and then... Because tragedy happens. I mean, one thing that's guaranteed is you're going to pay taxes and you're going to die. So knowing that that's coming, might as well do a little preparation for it. So, you know, so uh, back to what I was saying is that now that we talk about, you know, put him through the court system and I'm paying extra taxes just to put this guy through, this is really why I feel like we should just eradicate this problem and should have shot him and, you know, this is when um, I don't want to say it's justified But Hey Police This is when you be like I was a little nervous I was fearing for my life So I shot him And we're not even going to trip about it You know what I mean But It is a tough wig in Toronto So if you're in the city of Toronto And uh, And please if, if if you really This is Mental Taking care of your mental Is so important I can't tell People How important that is we all got to take care of that. You know what I mean? When you drive a car, you got to put gas in it. And every couple of months, you got to take it to the shop to get your oil change and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about it like that for your mind. Because we exercise our bodies. We eat, you know, we try to eat healthy and, and, and stay in shape and do all these things. And also, we got to think about the mind a little bit. Because the mind is always the thing that's... Unforgotten, and I know we all deal with our daily challenges and hurdles that we gotta go through. But um, please don't forget to take care yourself first. You know what I mean? That's my little spill on the situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, and if you're listening to, please hit me up. I, I need y'all to hit me up, text me, uh, hit my you know my social media, activated podcast, um, and, and let me know. I, I want to hear from you guys for once. You know, I'm opening up the. The, the communication I, I need to maybe understand Somebody give me Their different perspective um, Because You know I know somebody Will listen to this And think that Maybe I'm being irrational Or whatever it is But that's um, That's really truly How I feel uh, Second thing I want to talk about um, I had a racist encounter Online And uh <laughs> And uh, I want to share with y'all a story. I know I usually trying to give y'all a story um, from one of my encounter, whatever it is, and then um, you know give you guys a little laugh and you know put the medicine in the candy kind of thing, and hopefully from that you guys could gather something and learn from my experience. So um, during the week, I was trying to sell one of my phones. Um, I had a phone, um, iPhone Seven Plus or whatever it was. I was trying to get rid of it because I got a new one. So d- during our process, you know, of course, you go online, Kijiji, whatever it is, and you post your shit, you know what I mean? Everything that comes with the phone. Uh, phone is in 
amazing shape nothing wrong with it so usually you know you you i go look on apple website and see what they selling for the brand you drink um if i got apple care i'm taxing you a little bit more because apple care ensures that when you buy a product even if i'm selling you a fucked up shit you go to apple and get it taken care of now when apple care is not on then you know you don't have a choice you got to lower the price because person's taking a chance so and so so um i think this item my phone i posted for like 800 bucks um now this is like the the top tier of you know um 128 gigs special red iphone red edition all the belt i mean it's it is an incredible phone right so i'll post it on there and um you know see <laughs> i'm be honest with you right it's two people that message me and i know that the conversation is not going anywhere um and I love Indian people, but y'all look, your prices be like, you know what I mean? You know, when you price, when you put something for like $800, they literally message you and tell you like, oh, $500. And I'll be like, okay, cool. I'm not desperate. And I just steal this phone. So why am I selling it for 500? You know what I'm saying? Then they'll, sometimes they'll, they go back and forth with you and things like that. So Indians, I never took y'all serious. Um, nothing against you, but I, I get it. You trying to get shit for the low, but, um, I wasn't desperate. You know what I mean? I would have held on to it if I wasn't happy with the price that I got. So another dude, um, white dude, at least he looked white. And he hit me up. And um, I was at work, so I get the message. Come through. I go check. Okay, who's, who's supposed to get it? He sent me a message, and he go 300 Now, I had posted this item just to put things in perspective. I had posted for 800 and I dropped it to 750 you know, I would have happy. I would have been happy with seven hundred dollars, but I figured in between there, between seven to seven fifty, right? So, the dude hit me up. First thing he says is three hundred dollars. So, my my demeanor changed, my energy changed. I was like, okay. He he want he want this problem, right? Because I damn near took offense to that. Now, according to the four agreements that I read, incredible book. If you've not read it, please go and check it out. Um, Never take anything personal. People do what makes sense to them, right? And this is the things that I'm trying to live by and live with, be impeccable with your words. Incredible book. If you've not read, read the book, please, I encourage you to go. I got a copy. You can come borrow mine if you give me a deposit of $25 because last time my sister borrowed my book, that shit, you talking about traumatic experience. When I saw the book, you ever see something and you like, Damn, yo, like, it was rough. Like, you ever see somebody and you go, damn, I could tell you had a long date. So when I look at my book, I could tell that my book has experience, a traumatic experience, So for my little badass nephews or whatever. So shout out to my sis. Uh, by the way, episode 20, we did do an episode. Go check it out so you get a sense of what I'm talking about. So anyways, back to the story. Um... Dude hit me up with the $300 I got in my feelings And he don't know I really You know I talk shit I don't want to say for a living But I've gotten good at that So My response to him was Some some along these lines was Hey bruh um, I think what you really need to do is Try to get yourself an iPhone SE uh, For those who don't know It's a little special edition iPhone 5 casing With the iPhone 6 um, Not to bore y'all with details But like you know, it's just, you know, it's, that's the budget iPhone. Because we all could get iPhones, but 
iPhones come in different tiers. Some of us got 16 gigs. Some of us can afford the 256 gigs, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Some of us could get the 10. Some can't get the 10. You got to stay with the 6. 6S. Any price range that you're looking for, it has it. So I, so I told him, um, you should really consider getting the SE because based on the offer you gave me, that should really be the phone for you. So he responded with a picture from a different ad. And I kid you not, the picture said the person was selling iPhone 7. Um, less memory than the one that I was offering. Um, and it's a 7, so it's, a, you know, the 7 Plus, obviously bigger phone, better camera, hair and go, double lenses, all that good stuff. The 7, just, you know, smaller phone, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Less memory. Um, that didn't have any more Apple Care. Mine does, right? My Apple Care is running through August, I believe, on the phone. And then that person had priced it at $699. Now, to put things in perspective, mine's a better phone, bigger phone, better specs. It's $50 more. Plus, I got the Apple Care. So he sent me the joint to trying to prove a point. Oh man, even this joint's going for $699. So that's how I knew this dude was dumb. So I go, okay. Well, $699 technically is $700, right? Mine's is priced at $750. So either he's selling his, either that's overpriced or I'm underpriced. Either or. Like, because something's not right, right? If he's selling for that much and you feel confident enough and whatever it is, cool. So either I'm underpriced or he's overpriced. Which one is it, right? Because if I if I go online and I see these two phones, I'm clearly going for mine, even though that might cost a little bit, maybe even trying to negotiate, but that's what it was. So I go to him. So now, I mean, this is when the whole tra tragedy thing happened. So I was a little bit heated. So I, I did say some fucked up shit to him, but he deserved it because he shouldn't have came at me with that bullshit ass $300 offer. So he hit me. So I hit him up. I was like, clearly, you guys shoot. Do me a favor because in this display picture, he had a gun. Look like he was shooting. Um, I was like, you should take the gun and shoot yourself because clearly, you know, you're missing the mark. Some things along those lines. So when I said that, his response to me was, go back to Africa, you black nigger, right? And now, now you gave me more ammunition. I mean, like I said, I could do this for back and forth shit. I mean, I could tell that he he probably never done this. He probably never argued in real life before. Uh, so, I, my, you know, honestly, I was in the, in the mood... Like, I was like, damn, he like he's making it too easy for me. So, you know, I went back and forth and I, you know, and I was telling him must be hard to be a white man in a in a white society where this world was designed for you to strive in and to thrive and to, to, to whatever. And you're poor because you can't afford an iPhone clearly that I have. And. And, you know, we're just going back and forth. And I don't know why I got on my money shit, but I was just pretty much telling him how fucked up his life is to be white and to be broke. That that got to be tough. You know, sometimes we we can excuse ourselves like, oh, man, you know what I mean? It's a white man's world. What you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? We can't really... I mean, and I know that is an excuse, right? I'm not saying it like this is whatever, but 
because he put me in, in in my bag, like I had to just fuck up his day, you know what I'm saying? So I just went in on him, um, told him that, yeah, must be hard to be in the system to design for you to be your best and you're poor. You can't even afford a $300 iPhone. So he went back and forth and then eventually he clocked out. He was like, oh, bro, by the way, I'm not even white. I'm native. I said, damn. So I don't know what's worse. <laughs> the fact that... <laughs> I know this is going to sound fucked up, but I was like, damn. I mean, that don't make it better, but clearly he was tapping out uh, because, you know, I went back and forth with him. I wish I had the messages because once you mark your shit sold, it kind of deletes all the... Everybody that's been hitting me up. I literally was going to read it back to you guys just to kind of get the sense. And, uh, you know, I had a little bit of fun, but then, I, you know, I thought about it. I could have went about it a different way, but I was in that kind of mood where, um, you know, with everything going on. And he kind of like when I seen him in his display picture with his little gun and then clearly you could tell that I'm black because my pictures on my Facebook profile, which I was that's where this was posted. Like, I felt like when he messaged me, I took it personal, which I shouldn't have done. Right. I'm trying to reteach myself, never take anything personal from somebody else because people only do shit that makes sense to them. And to be honest with you, this dude uh, most likely did message to irritate me because um, based on what I'm offering, you know, then he starts saying that I stole the phone and things like that. But I'm like, I probably got more money in my pocket right now that you're probably ever seen at one time I mean I was just going back and forth and, and honestly it's not about the money thing it's just um for me like I was just trying to you know really get under his skin which worked anyways after that he was trying to be my friend but I really had time for it so I was talking to a friend of mine who didn't advise me she was dying laughing because she's like oh you crazy I know how you get but um you know I look back at it it was a little fun what, what my takeaway from that situation is really um, don't take anything personal when people come at you, to, you know, regardless or mood you. And I know it's hard for me to get thrown off my game. Uh, I'm pretty, I don't want to say Wells versed, but I, you know what I mean? It's hard for you to throw me off my game by irritating me. I'm usually the, the person that gets under other people's skin. So I should have seen that coming, but honestly, I don't regret it because somebody got to his dumb ass that, hey, that's fucked up. Don't waste my time. Uh, so good thing is I, I did sell my phone for exactly what I asked for it. Um, and the person I sold to, I sold it to an Asian girl who didn't even, she didn't even ask me about the price. She asked me like three questions. Um, and then I pulled up at the ACC, sold it to her. Actually, I even had my iCloud locked in the phone. And then she messaged me after and then I got unlocked for it, which I didn't even think was possible because usually when you buy an iPhone, you got to make sure that there's not another iCloud in there because if there is, um, people, you just got scammed because you'll never be able to use that phone unless the owner themselves log out of that iPhone. So some things I learned and then, yeah, she messaged me and I got it done and, you know what I mean, I'm seven, eight hundred dollars richer kind of thing, you know what I mean? So um, that's my story on that. And I wanted to talk about the Kanye thing uh, real quickly about... Uh, I mean, I, I'm really going to make this quick because number one, I'm not really, I'm not a Kanye fan and, and don't kill me for that. Right. I don't know. Like Kanye to me was never, I don't know. I, I never, I'm not a fan. Like my hip hop started when I started listening to 50 in 03. 
50 is my all-time favorite rapper. I could recite to you the massacre, um, get Richard I trying those 17, 18, back and forth. I know every lyric on it. So that's my thing. So the Kanye thing, um, I didn't even care about it because number one, I don't, and I'm sure y'all heard me say this on this a lot. I don't follow celebrities on my Instagram. Reason why I don't follow celebrities, excuse me. Reason why I don't follow celebrities is because celebrities don't inspire me to work hard. People like me inspire me to work hard. So my inspiration comes from seeing um, somebody like me putting in the work and getting to a certain level because that's attainable for me, right? I could, and I'm not shooting myself short, but being a Kanye West is like trying out for the NBA. Most of us not going to make the NBA. NBA got 32 teams, 15 a team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, your odd is so much smaller, but most of us could be successful enough to earn six figures. I mean, that's attainable, right? But most of us not going to, we're just not going to be Kanye, and that's just the way that the world is. So that's why, personally, I don't follow celebrities. So whatever celebrities do or don't do, I could care less. I mean, I know it's entertaining and it's the news of the week kind of thing. Like, he pull up, showed up with the Make America Great Again hat, and, you know, every black person lost their mind. How could Kanye do this? Now, I've had the chance to encounter one Trump supporter in real life, um, and this is when I went to D.C. in December, um, shout out to you I'm not going to put your name out there um, Because Your people listen to the podcast But uh, I was having a conversation This, this dude by the way He's white uh, Lives in Ohio um, So I was talking to him like You know Because I was around my family And they was You know They kept saying He's Trump supporter Or whatever it was So I was like Damn that's You know That'd be interesting Like I was more intrigued To like To understand His I didn't want to understand why he supported Trump, but I wanted him to like, really, you support him? Hmm, interesting. And um, because it was holidays, my family started drinking and <laughs> dude went to sleep because he didn't want them problems. Because <laughs> everybody, we're drinking some Henny, so when that Henny hit, he, he didn't want to uh, answer some questions. But I, I was just saying, my only you know statement to him was that, I mean, I understand if you voted for Trump before he became president, uh, even though he was saying some crazy shit, but like we thought, you know, being a billionaire, whatever y'all thought it was, he was going to bring the country out of deficit, whatever you thought it was. Cool. But since he's been president, I think his turn up level went at a level thousand where the shit he was saying was just super reckless is that like if you were to tell me today, right now in this moment that you still support Trump and you still Sticking Because a lot of people Could be like You know what We made a mistake Okay We thought it's gonna be this way We thought he cared about Poor people We thought he cared about Poor white people But he really He don't give a fuck And New information Should make Should change your perspective If you Attain new information And your Perspective doesn't change There's a problem So I was telling him Like If you had to tell me That now Right you still supporting this dude after he didn't say crazy things, how the shithole of Africa, Haiti, uh, how you want to re- ban all Muslim, he all this crazy shit, and you still sticking with that? I don't know. I might look at you a little different, but 
When we started the conversation, everybody else was drinking a henny or whatever we're drinking. Willow turned up. He's like, yo, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, it's the best move he's done because once the alcohol hit, you know, some people just, you know what I mean, they can't really control what they say. So um, Kanye West, I could care less. If y'all really sitting up here and waiting for celebrities to to become y'all role models, I mean, good luck to y'all. Uh, I, I usually take from it what I need to take from it. Uh, I find my inspiration through other places. I get it. I'm not like everybody else. That's cool. But, you know, uh, motivation for me is, you know, seeing my parents uh, work three jobs at a time and to, to give me the opportunity uh, to come to this country and for them to come and to settle here and to restart their life over just so I can have an opportunity to be great or be good at something to me that's that's what i need i mean who knows what what i end up being but these are the things that keep me motivated and i think you know for, for some of us that come from uh that are you know our families are immigrants and we came to these countries you know me going back home every year to Niger, like that really reset my mentality like i i have no reason to complain so when you see me Busting my ass is doing shit. The, the 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 number one fulfills my enjoyment and um pushing the boundaries and, and trying new things and hustling on the side and having a job. I mean, all that comes from there. Cause every time I go back there, I see cousins that are the same age as me, but they have not got to experience anything that I've experienced. Like get to travel like I travel, do things that I want to do, and on my own will. Like this is financed by me and everything else so i think for me i mean y'all could take how you want to take it uh kanye west i was ne- i was never a fan um you know you could drop an album and i won't listen to it. I, you know that's not my thing and also yeah j cole did drop an album actually i was gonna talk to a j cole fan today but she probably sleep uh shout out to anika anisa what i said anika anisa um you know, I had an interesting conversation with her while I was high last Friday, uh, partaking this 420 thing, and then I woke up and the message disappeared. I don't know what happened. Um, so that's that. Uh, now, all you Black Panther fans, Avengers out, right? Uh, Avenger Infinity, I, I think it's called. I, I don't, I mean, I'm a fan and I did do an episode, uh, Black Panther, go check it out if you have not. Uh, YouTube and SoundCloud and all that good stuff. I really enjoy all these kind of movies, you know what I mean? Transformers, um, you know, Captain America, all these things. I really love it, so I'll go watch it. Um, but I just don't see the same buzz as when Black Panther came out. So clearly, you know, if you have some time and you got some movie points, uh, or if you just want to wait till Tuesday, I mean, I'm assuming uh, this is a great movie. I've seen people already start posting about it, and I hate that shit because we are going to go see it. So um, Avengers is out tonight. I was trying to go see it tonight, but I couldn't get a ticket, so I'm just going to wait it out for, you know, next week or so. I'll maybe wait till Tuesday when it's half price and then uh, go see it. Um, yeah, that's it for me, man. That's it. I was, I was, you know, trying to give you all a little bit of my mind and my thoughts on, on, on this current situation happening. Um, next episode, number 25th, I do have something special planned for that. So uh, we might need to take a week off in between there and then to make sure that that gets properly done for what I needed to be in. Honestly, keep tuning in because I got some big things happening this summer. Uh, we're going to be shaking and grooving. Also, Activated Podcast, special edition shirts. I am making some. 
um i will be releasing soon so or if you want you know now just the you know the weather's warming up so a lot of y'all wanted sweaters uh sweaters all sold out and shout out to everybody to buy some sweaters i really really appreciated it you know what i mean um so now the t-shirt back in style so if you want some t-shirts um hit me up man support support the podcast support the movement and um yeah we'll go from there so 25th episode we're putting it together so in case you don't hear from me next week that's because i'm really working for y'all for y'all enjoyment and things like that so uh shout out to my boy harold you're gonna owe me a hundred dollars uh when my wizards whip toronto's ass so um yeah that's it man i want to wish y'all happy friday man and let the friday set the tone man for friday i know friday y'all got paid uh but you got paid for your rent next week so don't overspend uh but set the tone let this podcast set the tone for the rest of the weekend if you enjoy tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend activate a podcast it's on soundcloud uh youtube Instagram, Facebook, I'm everywhere. Just type it in and then um, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. I even, you know, did a Google search and I seen it on Anchor FM. I don't know how that happened, but all the platform with um, podcasts is available. So um, that's it. That's it. So thanks again for tuning in. This is the Activated Podcast. It's your host, Eboot. And um, man, you've officially been activated. Peace. <laughs>